Welcome to the Tech Data World podcast, the independent voice in aerospace, defense, and space technical information, covering all the news, reviews, gossip, opinion, software, standards, and specifications in the information production and deployment field. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this TDW podcast. Another, I think we'll do another A to Z of S1000D catch up. And yeah, apologies again for being a bit tardy getting this out. If you are watching this or listening to this, we are about to embark on about four weeks of travel around Europe, and we are doing lots of training, consulting, and um, advisory and guidance type stuff. So um, yeah, lots of exciting stuff coming your way whilst I'm on the road, no doubt. So please make sure you're following me on Instagram. If you don't know who I am, I'm Michael Ingledew. I'm all about making you successful with your technical information strategies, specifically in the aerospace, defense, and space technical information markets. Okay, I had a lot of feedback on the previous podcast we did. We didn't do too much background music, and a lot of you seem to think that it made it a little bit more atmospheric when I did that, so... Here it is. We've put it in for you again. So um, we will we will find some other music, but um, this is actually a bit rock and roll. So what we're going to do today is we're going to catch up on our A to Z of S1000D series. We're going to move on through the I's through to the L's, and I'm just going to shoot from the hip and talk about kind of some of the stuff that we talked about in the video series. If you haven't listened or watched the video series, that's available on s1000dworld.com. We're actually coming towards the end of the journey now. We are in the Y's and the Z's or the Z's, and then we're going to do a summary video. I may do that from wherever I'm going to be in Europe over the next few weeks. So what did we talk about in the eyes? Well, in the eyes, we talked about illustrations, imagination, innovation, and investment in those tools. So let's talk about illustrations. Illustrations, obviously, are key to what we do in technical information. It supports what we talk about in the actual textual content. And we need to have a clear vision of what it is we want our illustrations to do and how we want them to do it. So we need to have some rules and we need to have some guidance around them. We're seeing now more and more projects are moving to SVG and dropping CGM and leaving CGM behind. And there are technical reasons why that's happening. And if you've not followed any of our podcasts or uh, blogs on that, you'll know why that is. But go to our website, have a read of that. Imagination. Have a little bit of imagination around S1000D. I talk about imagination when it comes to technical documentation. Let me just turn that music down a little bit. Is when I talk about imagination, I'm not talking about, you know, let's be creative in the way that we actually want to produce our content. But let's think a little bit. Let's think outside the box when it comes to actually what it is we want our users to do and handle and access the information that we are giving to them. There's 1000D is designed to be a very boring specification because it's 
supporting a very boring process. And that boring process is the production of technical information. That doesn't mean our users want to be engaged in a boring way. So have some imagination how they might want to access that content. For example, we are currently looking at for one of our training courses, how at the end of the course, the students can walk away with maybe an app that one of their technical manuals might sit inside. You know, be a little bit more creative. Um, investment and innovation. So innovation is happening all the time around us in terms of technology, AR, VR, AI, mixed reality. All this stuff is coming our way. And, you know, the training departments are using it and lots of engineering and, and uh, manufacturing departments are using it. Let's, uh, let's think about how we can adopt some of these innovative ways of working with our content. And, you know, S1000D being an XML-based specification, and if you've done any of my courses, you'll know exactly what it is we mean when we say that. And, you know, think about how we can adopt this investment for innovation. And, you know, when I talk about investment, we have to also accept with S1000D, there is an investment in terms of upfront energy, upfront cost in software services and skills and configuration and all this stuff. Again, if you've done any of my training courses, you will know that um, we talk about the investment required in the right tools and the software for our project. And uh, that's one of the things that goes against us in the cost curve because, you know, we do have to invest a lot of money. Let's move on to some of the J's. And, you know, you are the judge and jury. So you need to judge what's right for you for the S1000D specification in your organization. And you need to judge whether it can actually deliver what it is you want it to deliver. Um, you know, it can be restrictive in the way that it works. And uh, you may have to look at a slightly different approach to your structured information production. And um, remember, jury, the jury is still out on S1000D. When I talk about the S1000D cost curve, I'm always asked about the ROI. I'm always asked about where is the payback on this thing? And the reality is nobody knows because nobody's done any studies and talking about studies we are actually running one right now on our website thank you to everybody who has uh, submitted something back to us already on your opinion of s1000d what were your objections and why is it you've actually gone down the route of using s1000d and some of the comments we are getting are absolutely amazing and, um, you know, and firstly, thank you for entrusting us with that type of information, you know, but we've had everything from our customer doesn't have a clue what they're asking for right to we want to be innovative. Remember that word in the last section? We want to be innovative in the way that we actually deploy support information for our user. So if you've not taken part in that yet, please head over to techdataworld.com and follow that. Or I believe it may be I'm looking towards the board maybe it's not it's um it may be in the app you might be able to access it in the app right now i'm not convinced entirely because i think there were some layout issues that we still had to fix anyway justification you need to understand that s1000d cost curve 
And if you do not understand the S1000D cost curve, it's very, very hard for you to justify the use of S1000D to your bean counters. So make sure that you can justify the S1000D adoption within your organization and for your project. Just jumping right in. Okay, I've been involved in a couple of projects recently, which um, they've just jumped on in. They've just jumped in and they haven't actually tried to follow any kind of process. Now, I do talk about the S1000D process in uh, a future catch up, but I've also talked about it on some blogs. The S1000D process is very linear and actually it's out of sync with the reality of a technical documentation production process. But just jumping in and ignoring the requirement to plan and the requirement to actually get your S1000D building blocks right, you are going to have problems. So make sure you don't just jump straight in. Make sure that you actually have a plan. Get in there and configure the specification as you are supposed to, as it says you are supposed to, and get those foundation building blocks in place. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so let's talk about keeping. Do we keep with the version of S1000D that we are on, or do we actually keep following the upgrades and the updates to the S1000D spec. We, we do have spec chasers. I, talk, I, think, I don't know if I've talked about spec chasers in this particular series, but I talk about spec chasers when I'm out doing my consulting. Is that, you know, do we keep with our version of S1000D? And in the main, yes, unless there is an absolute compelling reason why we need to upgrade our content. And there are lots of people out there that would like to keep telling us that we should keep upgrading our content and we should keep changing from one version of S1000D to the other, often to get very little benefit for a great deal of cost. So do we keep with our current version of S1000D? Now, obviously, if you are on the very, very old versions of S1000D, that makes a great deal of sense for you to start looking at the newer versions of S1000D. Um, but, you know, have it, have it be real about it as well. Keep up to date. I'm just going to turn the music up so I can have a quick drink of my coffee. That was a nice drink of coffee, of coffee that I've let go very, very cold. So, yeah, make sure that you, uh, before you think about upgrading your S1000D versions, let's think about whether we should just keep and stay and stick. KPIs, let's talk about those key performance indicators. What are our key KPIs on our project? And that could be anything from QA and acceptance all the way up to what is it we actually want to achieve with our technical information. Do we want to have a quicker turnaround in terms of MRO time? Do we want to reduce engineering time? All that kind of stuff. So what are the KPIs? Why is it we're doing this? One of the questions that we're asking on the uh, S1000D survey on our website that I just talked about is because we want to know why the motivation is, is why people are doing this. And in the main, people are coming back and saying it's because it's what our customers want. So, um, you know, yeah, but set yourself some KPIs so you know whether S1000D is actually delivering what you need it to deliver. Because not only that, in the future, we're going to be asking you, do you believe you actually achieved any of your performance indicators from your S1000D project? 
know-how. Make sure that you have some know-how and knowledge in XML, the backgrounds behind structured languages. Get some skills in things like CSS and XSLT and all that kind of stuff. Make sure that you have that foundation knowledge so you can have some intelligent conversations with your suppliers or your external partners. So when they start talking to you about transformation languages, you know what they're talking about and you know how it sits. Make sure you understand things like schemas and where schemas sit in the scheme of things when it comes to S1000D and structured information. And one final K, have a kickoff meeting. This was actually something that was submitted to us from somebody who has been following along our series. So thank you for that. And you you said, look, Mike, it's really important that you have a supplier's kickoff meeting. And, you know, I do know that a lot of the major vendors out there do actually have uh, kickoff meetings and they have annual get togethers as well to say, look, you know, how's our information processes going? How are we getting along? Uh, that kind of stuff. So have a suppliers and partners kickoff meeting. Let's move into the L's in this last little bit of the catch-up of the A to Z of S1000D, legacy information. What is it we're going to do with legacy information? Are we? How are we going to convert it? We are actually just in the midst of converting an old 19, I think it's 1976 technical manual for a Morris 1100. Um, and I'm doing a whole blog on that, so I'm not going to spoiler alert it. But the... What is it and how is it we're going to approach the conversion processes for our technical content? And what is it we're going to do with the linking and how we're going to do the imagery and all of those kind of things. And um, we're having some fun putting this this old Morris manual into S1000D. So we're going through defining the DMRL, defining the SNS structures, taking out all of the data modules and all of the illustrations, all that kind of stuff. How do we have to work with links and the how we then re-edit and bring all of that together using a S1000D publication module? So, and we're doing that for a very specific reason. So make sure that you're following along to these podcasts, you're following along to our YouTube channel, and if you're following along on Instagram, we've started posting some kind of daily stuff on Instagram as well. So, um, but... You can also access our Instagram feeds in the app, so you don't need to actually install the Instagram app on your phone if you don't want to. So, yeah, legacy information, very, very important. Life cycle. What about the life cycle of our S1000D information? S1000D has a very defined review process and a review cycle. Of course, a lot of this you can configure yourself to fit your own organizations and your own way of doing things uh, but what is it our pro what's our process for managing s1000d through its through the whole product life you know don't let's not just think about the early stages of creating the technical public publications and getting them out we need to be able to update maintain review revise issue delete all these kind of things which deletion as you know in s1000d is a very special beast and you know have a strategy for the life cycle of your S1000D content. Languages. Now, this is one of my favorite languages because a couple of years ago at the S1000D user forum in Seville, 
I actually had a conversation with one of the vendors who was surprised when I told them that S1000D was not only being produced in English, it was being produced in German and Cyrillic languages and right to lefts and all of these special characters and that because believe it or not people not everybody in the world speaks English as a primary and first language so what languages do we plan to use on our project are we using simplified technical English of course you know that's probably the most popular language on our S1000D project but what about those special languages, those other languages that do require those special handling by software companies? You know, we are doing a lot of translation work right now in terms of taking our S1000D content and converting it to something else. How does our software manage that? How does our software tell us that if a master language version has changed, that all of the other sub-languages have changed and need to be changed? It's a whole different ball game when it comes to managing translation when it comes to S1000D content. So those are our catch-ups. IJKNL, thank you to everybody who is sending in your comments and your feedback around what we're doing here at TDW. And I really do appreciate it. Those of you who are actually booking me out to the end of the year doing training and consulting, thank you. Um, you know, we are we are now planning, I think Claire was saying my diary is kind of three months ahead now. So um, which is which is pretty decent. Uh, and it means that I'm getting to go to some really, really lovely places around the world at the moment doing some training and consulting. And I am trying my absolute best to keep on top of doing things like the podcasts and blogs. And then I know that there's some of you that are coming to our website weekly looking for the next A to Z of S1000D. I'm trying my best to get them out as quickly as I can, but it's just trying to squeeze them in between making sure that I'm covering all of the topics that our customers want me to cover on their specific training, especially around S1000D and structured languages. And uh, so, yeah, follow me along over the next couple of weeks. I will be on the road. I'm starting... Actually, this coming weekend, I am driving through the Netherlands down into Germany where I am going to be performing um, some consulting and training. Then I'm moving down into Luxembourg where I'm going to be doing some S1000D training. And then I'm moving back up into the Netherlands where I'm doing a pseudo training consulting. Then I'm back in the UK and heading straight to another location where I am doing an S1000D technical authors course. So busy, busy times. And I will, I, I promise you, we have loaded the van up. I think Claire said that uh, she's going to do some Instagram posts when I leave on Saturday with the van all loaded up. I am taking all the podcast gear with me, taking all the camera gear with me. And that's it. So please do download our app. Please do install the app and um, do keep sending in your comments and your feedback. Very, very much appreciated. And to those of you who have sent me very specific questions around S1000D and the use of S1000D, thank you. I am going to get to them. Um, those of you who are against it and need answers quickly, I'm trying to get to them as quickly as I can. But um, that just leads me to say I'm Michael Ingledew. I hope you found this useful, this interesting. Do send in your comments to me and um, I look forward to speaking to you on the next one.
listening to the TDW podcast. Remember, you can keep your tech data skills current and relevant with a full TDIQ subscription. Visit www.techdataworld.com for more details. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for your next Tech Data World update. Until next time. <laughs>